the JSA Clicks Podcast, the show where we discuss high-level competitive, casual, and everything in between. Your host is Jay Solomon, and now, on to the show. Hey everyone, this is the JSA Clicks Podcast, episode number... Time is an irrelevant concept. Uh, we where we discuss the competitive HeroClix environment as well as any alternate formats that currently are relevant, which is not a whole lot of them. Uh, I'm your host Azareth Strife. Today I'm joined by my co-hosts, who are all currently much better at HeroClix than me because I still don't play this game anymore. Uh, we have Jay. Hey. And Devin. Hello. And finally, we have uh, Drasafa, who is the winner of the most recent, what is it, IPF tournament, the charity tournament? That is correct. Yeah, I don't know if I would call it charity, but essentially, yeah. Hey, everybody. Uh, so today, uh, we're just kind of going to go over some things pretty freeform over the tournament that Drasafa played in, kind of what he played, what he played against, and then kind of just go from there. We're going to be pretty loose today. So, Joe, how was the tournament? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you guys for having me. It's such a pleasure being amongst friends and people who who might miss a lot. I can't wait, you know, to see y'all in person again. The the next big event that we all we, we get to meet up, right? Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think uh, I think somewhere the dates for world got announced. <laughs> announced is a strong word. Or, announced uh, is a very I, strong word. <laughs> <laughs> in the onslaught Discord, I guess. I, I would rather not even dignify that. WizKids can make announcements officially. I don't want to... Yeah. yeah. We but, might know... We know that it is probably happening because somebody at some point has discussed it, but uh, we don't have an actual official announcement. There's absolutely nothing to Yes. Yeah, so to answer your question, the, the tournament was fantastic. I think it was such a great idea, you know, to try... You know, it's a unique, different thing that they're trying out, bringing somebody from different country who can't afford otherwise to, to come. I think that's fantastic. There's a lot of people whom we've met online and we've never had the opportunity of meeting in person. And I think that's going to be great. So it was a, it was awesome. an honor participating. It was well run. It was fast. And, you know, it was just a lot of fun for sure. Awesome. Were there, um were there any specific like uh, build specifications or any like modifications this time or was it just 300 modern? Correct. It was just yeah, with the with the the, the most stand the most recent modern rules, yeah. Okay. Uh, do you want to go over the team that you played? Yeah. So um, I I played uh, in a shocker here. I don't know if y'all caught this, but um, an untamed team. <laughs> My I can't take this. The world is unknown. I'm sure. <laughs> an untamed team uh, uh, using uh, Saki Man uh, with Cloak of Levitation, Sky Tyrant, Venom Mags. Mad Jim Jaspers with uh, Captain Carter Shield, Commissioner uh, Chip with the Green Lantern Ring, um, World's Finest with a Utility Belt, uh, and that's the the my, my starting force. And then I played. I had three maps on there: Daily Bugle, Negative Zone, and the Haunted Fear. I played four uh, regular objects. Uh, one shipping container, which is the two by three elevated one, and one a blocking, which is a one by two one. Um, I also played a, a set of tarot cards, the star, eight of cups, four of wands, page of pentacles, and seven of swords. Uh, 
on my sideline, I had one um, one of the detective cards, a string of cat burglaries. Um, and my items for the swaps were all black necrosaur, dark hold, wall arms, pumpkin bombs. That's the SVAC one, not the, the most recent one. And emotional modifier. Because <laughs> we have I'm, to differentiate I'm, now. Yeah, there's a big difference between them actually, because one of them grants knockback, right? Mm -hmm. And it's it's it, it's a with a, a knockback damage being back, it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's a huge deal. So the 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 only thing on your build that really kind of like maybe tilt my head a little bit was the Carter shield on on Jim. Was yeah. it just for what was the purpose for it? So um, a lot of the times now, uh, I, I, rookie is the main way that people have been able to bypass the amount of barriers you could put out, right? And I feel that having that 18 defend just pushed pushed my defensive cap capabilities a little bit further, right? So Especially if I when you have the, the, the mitt, right? I'm sorry, say that again, Jay. Especially when you have the catcher's mitt. Exactly. So, so, so in combination with the catcher's mitt, Venomags used to be a very easy target for anybody who was coming for the alpha, right? But now Venomags is going to be likely a 21, you know, if they're coming after him, because he'll share the 18, you'll get the, the plus two, and then, you know, a, a perplex on his defense, because I want him a lot, right? So, sure, sure. so now a 21, you know, sure, it's still hittable, but you're going to rely on your sevens, eights, likely as opposed to, you know, just like sixes or, 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 or whatever it was before. Um, so that plus the super senses, it just makes it uninteresting for people to, to go through, through that route. So that's one of the main reasons. The second thing is it's, it's not a bad idea to be able to give, because there's certain situations in the game where, for example, my, op my opponent's either storming me or he's sitting back, right? And I'm just either going to him or I'm fighting the long range. In any case where our teams uh, uh, ended up being close by, it's not a bad idea to just have Mad Jim have uh, the energy explosion, the the pumpkin bombs, right? Sure. So like a free sure. action, swap for it, a 12 attack, five range, triple boat. I think he's triple, right? He is triple boat. Yep. Yeah, triple boat. Uh, is he definitely explosion to knockback? Uh, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, so that was one of the, the, the lines of thought. Also, the, you know, I don't know if you see if you guys got to see any of the games, but rookie with the with the pumpkin bombs is probably the scariest thing in the game right now. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, oh, I hate I hate that that's a thing. Huh? I hate yeah. magic so much. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Matt Jim's interactions are so weird now that you can yeah. do it non-standard. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. So or, yeah. Yeah. But um so the string of cat burglaries mystery card. You only have it on there as the triggering people can be commissioner and world's finest, correct? That is correct, and I do it. And so here's the trick to that, right? So turn one, if I'm, I'm if I'm offensive, if I'm aggro, which by the way, most of the time I am. You are. <laughs> <laughs> let's just be let's just be honest with ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time I am. Um, if if my opponent has attacked me, right, and I assigned a wild arm since my last turn i have a 66 percent chance that my world's finest is going to make three attacks on that turn so in one turn with the right setup with the right you know set the smoke first when it's necessary if i don't have the 
the hindering spot, I can trigger cat of burglaries in, in one in one turn, which means now all my figures have plus, plus one attack, plus one damage, damage versus a yeah. people, which is usually Almost about four <laughs> to five people now. It's about yeah. four to five people on each yeah. team now. So That's really yeah, it's pretty pretty powerful when that happens because you know let's say everybody's worried about the tyrant and they very well should be right. They come kill the tyrant now. Now my world's finest gets there, you know, does a, a, a small triple tap on you. Sure, may, one of the attacks might be an in cap. It doesn't really matter to me because I just want to trigger it anyways, right? Mm -hmm. And now I've triggered it, and now it's scary. Like everything else is just super scary now. Yeah, the <laughs> the the way that your team is is built is honestly, since I've known you, is the way you always build teams, and it's something that I think is starting to catch on uh something that we were kind of talking about before we started recording is who do you attack on this team right <laughs> like what is what is your primary threat it's everybody like yeah that's it's so hence, hard to deal with in, yes. in that kind of environment yeah hence hence why hence why i think it's the perfect type of offense when your opponent can't figure out what they have to go after right mm -hmm. You're, it's a win-win, no matter what. Yeah, threat evaluation is already hard enough in this game, but thanks for making it even harder. Yeah, right. and and building that way is also granted. I I've been pretty vocal about my my issues with some of these strategies, but building in this way is also a good way to deal with the try to lock you out of the game by. <laughs> Right. Um, with Saturnines or with the Mister Sinister combinations, um, right. because they're only once per turn. Right. So when you have multiple attackers, it is a good way to get around that, which is. Right. And yeah, I had I had I had a strategy going versus that. Um, I think false wave is your, you know, your 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 best bet with versus yeah. that, and poison and stuff like that. Of course, um, I feel that by you know having the access to the knockback from the from the, um, the pumpkin bombs, that meant that my my sim could go and do two damage to his their whole team. I think once that happens, the game is pretty much just you know it's it's it's, it's a it's a wrap. Yeah, and you have the star, which is a good counter, is a good yes. tarot card counter to those strategies as well. Yeah, because yeah. um, because not having the ones on your on your dice, right? It's just, just beautiful. Against yeah. the sinister teams, it's it's just like well, I I bought myself an entire turn with this. Yep. Oh, you want to use your sinister? Great. Yeah, give me give me a crit hit, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah. The other thing about the mystery card and Captain Carter's shield is that both, like generally, your last um, side line slot and your last five points are pretty like open in modern right now. Mm -hmm. um, last five points, it's your your options are basically five point equipment. So, are you finding better marginal benefit than making your venom magneto more difficult to kill? It's pretty difficult. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, I could, I could see strong, I could see strong um, vocalization for certain things, like for instance, shock gauntlets are fantastic, right? Um, because it's just giving you knockback right now is just huge. And yeah, and not only... their best on anybody who can use force blast for free, but they're great. Yeah, no, I agree, but I mean, it's just somebody who wasn't going to do anything anyways now has something to do, right? So it's mm -hmm. like, oh, did they just come base me with an annoying figure? I don't have to deal with it. I could just push it away, right? And and go deal with what I can deal with. And I think that's priceless. Um, also, you know, worth worth mention would be um, I absolutely love the um, 
just the Billy, the Billy clubs as well. Just giving another target. I knew right. you would love the Billy clubs. We haven't talked since we, since a lot of the Spider- yeah, some people, Spider-Man you know, they, get, they become famous and they start becoming <laughs> world champions on other games. They just, <laughs> you know, they just like, you know, they forget that we exist. Please, I'm much worse at flesh and blood than I am at hero clicks. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> um, but I, I, I kind of saw that and I'm like, well, this is going to be on a Joe team at least somewhere. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Just an extra bolt, so right? Yeah, extra bolt is just phenomenal. Um, and, yeah, and extra I'll tell bolts you are great. Thing. Leap climb is great now. Leap, like, yeah, yeah, just two great things for five things. points. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I would use it where people would very not expect it. Put it on. Just like, for example, in a sim. If a sim is going in, right? He usually is confined to doing the four damage in one to one person. Yep. But if you have like if like let's say you have a bad gym, you swap out the 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 you know you sidestep first whatever, so you can get that movement in, and then you can swap out that for Billy clubs. Now he has two bolts. If you chose for example just running shop and blast, he's just absurd right now, right? Yep. Or 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 energy explosion. I mean whatever you chose with yep. that is just you have more options already. So I think that's a fantastic. Yeah, or even one. flurry in close, right? You have to split your damage. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yep. And now, both are so much better bolts. because of the the close change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, you only really need to deal one damage to a uh, opposing sky tyrant frequently. So exactly. If you can kill yeah. their venom magneto at the same time as making their sky tyrant much worse, great. Yeah. <laughs> um, question for you, for you, Joe, on this build. Have you ever? So I, there's a figure on here that I really like that. I'm curious if you had given any consideration to trying to fit it on, and that's Faust. Um, so so here's the thing about Faust for me. I, I have a love and hate relationship with him, <laughs> right? Sure. Because it, it seems like he thrives on chaos. And sure. although I'm very aggressive, uh, chaos doesn't really help me too much. Sure, I can sure. see the benefits of having a Faust, and I could see me playing it. Let's just put it that way. Um, I just feel that the choices I made are all based on necessities that I needed, that I had while sure. playing the game, right? Um, so I'm, I'm a, I'm, I've always been very adamant about having a lot of offense, right? Mm-hmm. So if you look at my build, I have yeah. Sim as an offensive, obviously offensive figure, Sky Tyrant, obviously offensive, and World's Finest, obviously offensive. Commissioner, that's my fourth. Now, if you look at my other figures, they can also do some sort of offense with this particular build. So, for example, Chip did a lot of that, like just by going in and dropping a, a specific construct. I did that more often than not. Sure. One of the, my favorite things that I did in a tournament w- uh, was just do a free TK on one of your attackers, have Chip carry the whole defensive or the whole support block together to the middle, right? And then have the the the, the person who was going in carry Chip, right? And then Chip would drop the the the, the, the next. Yeah the next yep. thing and, and i mean that's just i mean that's just so good that's really good how many shipping yeah. containers has venom magneto thrown at people any <laughs> so so funny enough not a lot because i have so much super strength from this or right. access to it that i just used it to you know do seven with uh <laughs> the world's finest like oh yeah bringing back that seven <laughs> well also possibly doing one damage because you picked it up from underneath them Right, right. I have the. I did do that. Did that uh, to me. <laughs> I didn't do that to you, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, come, 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 climb on my container, please. <laughs> Had to stand on it to be able to see you. So it was like, all right, guess this construct right. is dying oh, next turn. Oh well. <laughs> right. yeah. 
couple things to coin. Um, <laughs> so going into uh, the tournament, what were some some interesting builds that you maybe played against or that you saw? And then I have a couple of questions that are more like meta revolving uh, based okay. on some things that you played against. Okay, perfect. Um, so I faced um, I faced. Uh, one of the worst teams that you could face right now during um, this tournament, which is the those Scarab variations. The Scarab super barriers. with like, yep. like 600 barriers, right? Yeah, that was going to be one of the things I talked about. <laughs> yeah, and I feel that, you know, this has always been present in Heroclix. People that want to play the game but don't want to play Heroclix, right? <laughs> and I think it's fair. It's, 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 it's fine. You know, if that's how you feel you what you need to do to compete, that's fine. I just feel that uninteractive clicks is just, uninteractive gaming in any game is just not good for the game. I completely agree. Right, so that's my my problem. I I don't know why either of us are there if we're not interacting with each other, so. Right, so so I feel that that's like a problem in any game. Now, because I I think it's why That's why like, you know, Magic Gathering ends up being, and Flesh and Blood end up being better games than like Yu-Gi-Oh or something, right? Because the level right. of interaction you have with your opponent is just much yeah, higher. Right. So I think I think people just it's just also how they've learned how to play the game, right? I've learned that I just you just play the game, man. Sure. Is it is it a, is it looking bad? Play the game. Is it? Are you gonna have to climb a hill to win this? Yes. Just play the game. Because what's the point, right? And a lot of people just defeat themselves before even playing the game. So I just play the game and have fun. Yeah. Something that uh, we talked about way back when we did strategy episodes is people's mindsets when they're behind on what type of actions you take. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people play to not lose more when they're behind rather than trying to take the line that could theoretically win them the game. Right, because it's lost already, right? So yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, I better not give up a hundred more points. It's like, who cares? A lot of a lot of people play, <laughs> they play yes. scared in those instances. Yeah, I play scared sometimes too. Ezra. I don't know what it is. I just have this fear <laughs> in me. I don't know if I should cross this map or not. <laughs> but but in that instance of like, where there are there are strategies that are, I get to play the game and you don't. Um, it just. Uh, while I understand it needs like or, or that it it does exist, I hate that it exists because like it makes me just not want to play the game because I won't have the enjoyment, right. um, which is the the struggle that I'm dealing with right now. Right. Um, it, it's hard to get enjoy. It's hard to be excited to go play <coughs> when those strategies exist. Right. So, but here's here's something that I've always had with me. Like, so the game, in in my opinion, this has always existed in clicks. Since the, the dawning of, of, of Heroclix, I've always remembered that you can't touch me builds, right? Like you can't sure, sure. come close or it's either, it was either a big boy that you couldn't kill or it was a strategy like the Lex Luthers that you couldn't target. It was always something mm-hmm. <laughs> that happened, right? But I feel that when, when you have prepar- enough preparation, right? I think you can fi- always find a way to at least fight it and fight it well. And I was prepared for that. So uh, those people that made a lot of barriers, they were kind of in shock with what I was doing <laughs> because I was very prepared for it. Well, then you and I have to sit down more and get my enjoy- my excitement back for the game. Yeah, yeah I mean, your team so, has, like, Fire Hydrant and two Super Strength attackers. Yeah, it is not hard to get rid of all their barriers. Yeah, so it's really easy. So one of the things I'll teach here that I, it's, it's been very good for me is just sim alone, right? 
So hypersonic with super strength, if you pick those two, um, you can hypersonic in, uh, pick up the first barrier, and then uh, declare an attack on nothing so that you can move again. And then you move, right? Drop that same one that you picked up, end up next to the one that you obviously don't put it in the way. <laughs> right? It's like, here, let me just, let me just keep blocking my, my, my way. No, so you dropped it out of the way and then end up next to the next bear that you want to pick up. And then you size that and pick right. that out of the way, right? Yeah, people are definitely people... not picking super strength enough on Sakari and Iron Man. Yeah, I, yeah, it's one of my favorite things because it gives them knockback as well, right? Which is just yeah, weird. true. It's yeah. just a weird adjustment from super strength is a terrible power you should never pick. <laughs> super strength <laughs> is actually one of the better powers in the game. Right. <laughs> so, so that alone got rid of. So that alone got rid of two barriers, right? Yep. Uh, another thing that I do versus those kind of builds is usually they're not prepared to fight immediately. And if you send enough stuff out that just doesn't care what they do to them, right? For example, the Scarabs builds, if I send out a world's finest who's in stealth and uh, I send out a rookie and I have them usually pretty far away from each other in good positionings that you know they're not gonna hurt each other. And I start breaking up stuff. That's what, one of the things that surprised them. They thought I was just not gonna come out at all, right? And I, I sent stuff out and I started breaking walls and stuff like immediately. And I feel that that gave me a huge, a huge edge because they were using the terrain to sort of start blocking up the, 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 the paths, right? Mm -hmm. and yeah, I that was just... also the case in the like Thanos apocalypse matchups where the apocalypse players would just stay really far back and try to send single pogs across the map and be like, right. I can't break through the barrier. It's like, okay. But if your Than if your apocalypse was up there and you were making like three attacks, you could. Yep. So right. why right. why are you just standing in your starting area? <laughs> yeah. So so and then so all of that plus the fact that I had the hydrant, the possibility of the hydrant, you know, it, it made that you know I could easily take away you know four to four to um, four to five barrier markers you know away from them. Plus the a sky tyrant that does quake and can uh, break a further, you know, a, a full wave of, of, of barriers. Yeah, so you just need like one slot for one Sky slot. Tyrant to and get then, in there and then- And, and, then, and then Tyrant so could end in. up killing specific figures because mm -hmm. the knockback will happen as well because of the quake. So that, that so I, I, I really wasn't bothered too much about the, uh, so depending on how your opponent played and how they positioned, they still wouldn't give you anything good because if they're good in positioning, they could have, blocked it in a certain way but i felt that in that specific tournament i don't think a lot of people had that much preparation for it so i, I didn't see that happening okay. um right so um but yeah so that was one of the things that you know that happened and it happened like pretty often another thing that happened is the amount of players who didn't don't understand the benefits of, of choosing a small large map versus going first etc and how that interacts it happened a lot where my opponent. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. Like I had an opponent who said, "Oh, I won map. Yes, right." And then he picks a small map versus me, and I'm going first. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like what's <laughs> happening?" I'm like, "I don't know what's going on." I guess he didn't realize that Sky Tyrant and Sim can cross a small map by themselves. It, it was pretty bad because uh, I, I don't know if he was aware that you know he wasn't gonna have 
that many turns. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. was pretty. It was pretty ugly. It's, and, it's yeah. really dangerous to pick a small map while the meta is still so. Yeah. So huge. <laughs> right. I I could see you picking a small map, but it would have to be in very intricate situations. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, most often, if you lose map. And they have something that looks like what I was playing. You're picking up a large map with a lot of hindrance. Yep. <laughs> right? yep. yep. Yeah. yeah. Now, if you ask me what I think should be one of the things that they might want to fix in the future, I think definitely stop sign is should not be the way it is. I don't. I agree. Yeah. I think yeah. I think the fact that stop sign allows you to completely shut down certain figures is not good for the big boy mentality that you want to play a centerpiece that's like 100 points. I know everybody's like, oh, big boy for me is like 200. I'm like, bro, <laughs> anything above 75 is a big boy. Which is a problem with the game in and of itself. I don't think yeah, so. They may I, as well I, just I add in. Problem. I think that's just the way it's where it's going, right? I think if you want to play a 200 point figure, go look for your 800 point game. That's how I feel about it, right? Like they're I right, but they also game... shouldn't print something that literally says you can't play a certain figure of X number. <laughs> yeah. Say that again, uh, Jay. You can't. You shouldn't print a figure that. They, they should. They just because like one man armies or whatever are normally viable doesn't mean they should like literally force it to be impossible. Right, right. I, yeah, I agree. I think the stop sign just makes it worse, right? Because like now I can, so like, you know, I, I was, uh, we were playing locally. The guy brought out that Spider Supreme, right, versus me. Oh, and I explained to him that I was going to play it like I didn't have a stop sign because I didn't want that to happen. <laughs> I want to play the I game. I want to make sure you know what would happen normally. <laughs> so thank me, because yeah. we're gonna fight it. I'm gonna fight you. I'm gonna kill both your 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 Ar Arachnite and your Soldier Supreme or whatever that you're bringing afterwards. <laughs> we're we're gonna fight it out because I just want to fight you. But I wouldn't have to. Just want to be clear about this. <laughs> yeah, in the actual game, I kill your support pieces that have I enough damage to blow a barrier, and then we're just going to wait the time out. And, and then when you get bored, you let me know, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's a real thing. As somebody who, you know, has enjoyed playing tentpole and larger figures, I, well, as somebody who's even played, like, both both ends of it, I would love to see a game where there's the possibility for both to exist. I don't know if that's possible, but where one is not inherently worse than the other. Right. So my, my take on 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 temples, there should be a specific ruling for figures above certain point costs, right? Mm. I think that's how you would make them better and more reliable. Like so, any character over 150 points is safeguarded out with. Right. I think like so. <laughs> I, I think I could. I think there could be even a little tier, like 100, 150, 200, right? And I think it should it should be along the lines of something like this. If it's if you're over 150, you have protected outwit. If you're over 200 points, just give the guy a free attack, man. Come on, like, because yeah. I, it's it, no matter how you look at this game, it's about damage output, right? And it's not about single damage output, but how much damage spread out you could do, right? Because if you know, there, how do you expect, uh, uh, you know, you, sure your guy could do seven clicks of damage, but no matter what, you're doing seven clicks in one attack, so. 
it, it's limited no matter how yeah. you look at it. You're at most yeah. killing like a sixth of my team because that's the most of my team that any figure is. So Right, and the worst part is everybody's like three clicks. So it's like, oh, shoot. So I get, you mean <laughs> I'm shooting and I'm killing one dude? Oh, man, that feels bad. Yeah, so you just took 200 points or whatever it is from your build to kill my 30 or 40 points or whatever it is. And now I get to jump you, right? Like, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, almost all of the viable, really high point figures have been impossible to kill for that reason, because right. they they have never printed a high point figure that can match the damage output of yes. a bunch of small point figures. Yeah. Yeah. Or they're they're doing something just so inherently game breaking that now they got to be banned, right? Like they have to be <laughs> fixed or something. <laughs> yeah, but see that. So this is this is a problem in my eyes in the sense that. You can't have. Joe accidentally left the call. Hey guys, sorry. Hey, he's back. Welcome back. I don't know what happened. <laughs> ah, you're good. It was just funny. Mid sentence, you were gone. Yeah, it's like I've been abducted. <laughs> oh no, he was talking about the tent poles again. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's so, so what I was saying is, I'm sorry if I'm cutting anybody off. No, you're good. Yeah, so what I was saying is, it's impossible to have power creep and have it scale equally, right? Because when you give a when you give a 30 or 50 point figure any amount of power creep, it's just gonna start scaling in a way that Yeah, they have to, to be unplayable offensively to not yeah, yeah. scale. So that and that's why that's why I think, you know, sure, if you wanted to make a big boy sort of format, I would be cool with that, right? I would be cool with that. If there was if there were a format that enable the big boys to be played sure. it's either you could play with more points less figures right so for instance you'd have to like let's just say you played 500 600 points but you had to have a specific number of figures on your force because if you give somebody 600 points they play small things it's going to be flooded with figures but if you capped it and then now you're forced to play big boys right yeah the problem with like cool. trying to do that at 300 specifically is that if you said, for example, 300 max three figures, then it might just be impossible to have enough offensive power to get through something like a Venom Thanos or something. Right. I agree. I agree. But I, I think like I, I think that if you you know you played five, six hundred points, whatever, you know, five figures, whatever it is, I think that you know you could still have some pretty enjoyable um clicks with that and then you get to play your big boys the way you want to play them you know you get that you know the big boy on big boy kind of fight that's kind of cool that's um, fair and that's probably just something that i and and uh, a grouping of other players need to just come to terms with that maybe there's not a world for competitive tent poles and for the future right right yeah i mean really the problem is that unless they're nearly impossible to kill they right. d they haven't kept up the power creep with small figures to large figures. They just yes yeah they would have had to change their design philosophy, like Josafa said, to make the large figures be able to do like two free attacks a turn or something. Yeah, two free attacks or or, or or another thing that could be cool would be, for example, um, the trait that once you would be KO'd, you know, if you're over two hundred, you would be KO'd. You know, roll a die or something and. and you're not yeah. killed. I don't know. Just give them a little Something. bit of longevity so they can fight the game, right? Yeah, I don't want so much power in lower in lower pointed figures, and you get to play more of them. 
Yeah. Right. I'm okay with them increasing the offensive power level of um, higher point figures, although I think they still have to be relatively careful. Increasing right. the defensive power level of higher point figures, I think we've had enough of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fair. Fair. I, I feel I feel that the the secret here would be not making them doing non-interactive things, right? Being yeah. able, like for example, Thanos. Thanos is a perfect example of an almost perfect tempo. The issue is you should not be able to do cheating things, which is like <laughs> everything, right? Yeah. And things like yeah. that. That becomes a problem, right? That becomes a, a huge problem. Now I feel that. You know, if so, also the point cost. We just have to be, you know, expectations is is the problem. You if you want your two hundred point figure to be able to fight versus four or five, you know, different figures that are all great on their by themselves, it's 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 hard to make the the, the equivalence there. True. But like if you know, I would say that if I had to to draw a line for my temples where I would be comfortable playing competitively, um would be at the near 100 points that's where i would draw my lines as a tempo because i've adjusted my brain that my core figures are all 30 to 50. so to me 100 125 points that's a tempo right sure. but but everybody's like thinking like an old school where okay my tempo has to be you know two 200 plus points or something like that and that's where I think I would draw, where I see it differently. There are several figures that I've played in local tournaments here, uh, like 10 Polish figures, and I love them. For example, the Dormammu, the super rare Dormammu, I think he's a super cool, super well-designed, long, long dial. Put a You put a soul sword on him, I mean, people dread coming to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. you know, sees through stealth, which I think, you know, any any temple shooter, if they don't, just you know, you can just crush them right there when you pull them. <laughs> yeah. Because you're gonna need, or you need something to let you shoot through the the, the stealthy people, right? Yeah. So I, I have. Yeah. Fun I that, mean, though. the temples also have an issue right now with just the proliferation of can't uh, power effects right now. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. even that Dormammu, if your opponent happens to be playing, cause. <laughs> Oh no, yeah. I, I'm not saying yeah, I'm not saying that he can't die. He would die. I know. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's a, it's just another thing on top that makes the the temples harder to deal with. And it's maybe that maybe five, seven years from now, if your is still going, that'll change. But for right now, I think we the people that want to play temples need to understand the the pitfalls to doing so. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so. I think that right now the issue that has been going on and it's not it's it's actually always happened in clicks in my eyes but some people not for some people but i feel that right now it's not necessarily the a good time to just play what you want to play right and i think most games do that to an extent right it's like it, you can't play like in in other games that i know of, for example like magic the gathering you know Sure. For example, I'm a I'm an aggro player wherever I go, <laughs> and I would want to you know my white weenies to do well wherever I go. And sadly, I know that you know even in Magic: The Gathering, I'm not going to be able to go and just do super well with just any build that I want to play. And that's just for competitive, right? We have to understand that. And yeah, 
Yeah, it's just what it, it is what it is. Yeah, know? it's impossible to balance any game such that literally anything anybody wants to do will be equally powerful. It right. Just, to do so, you would happen. have to you to do so, the game would have to be closer to chess. Sure. Yeah. Like if there's just not many variables and not much differentiation. Exactly. But then the game loses its fun and loses its intricacies. And I think at that point you should just go play chess, right? (laughs) Yeah. If it's just everything you might want to do is the same figures, but with slightly different aesthetic, then there's no actual motivation to do anything in particular. So there is a thing that you really want to do. You lose value for figures as well, because what usually sets these things apart um, is the the rarities and what they do. And, and, And I'm not saying that, you have to always be playing the most expensive figures because I truly don't believe that's true with, with HeroClix. I think you could play moderate, a moderate team to success um, and not have to like, you know, spend, buy all the, the $200 figures, $300 figures. Now it's, which is crazy in my head that HeroClix yeah. has that right now. <laughs> but we also, we, we have seen it where the competitive viability of a figure can drive its price up or down. Right, right, right. Or I should say, she could drive its value up or down. Um, I think it's I think it's not just the comp the, the the competition point of it. I think it's more because a lot of people own these expensive things, but they don't even play competitive, right? And I feel that is the drive is just the the amount of people that want the figure, right? Like that's usually what it is, and it usually equates to the same thing that you're saying, right? But it's not necessarily always true. I have friends here who own everything, right? everything you can imagine mm-hmm. and some and most of the time don't even use it <laughs> so yeah. I'm like oh my god yeah i mean there are examples like the old um avengers infinity two by two thanos which got up to like some crazy like 80 dollars for a rare at one point and it wasn't yeah. because anybody was playing them competitively it was because infinity war had just come out <laughs> yes and everybody wanted a physical representation of thanos so right. definitely collect i mean also unimind but yeah, sure, but like that was a pretty like he wasn't even one of the better sideline options for Unimind. Right. That wasn't like that much of the driving force, I don't think. But yeah, we sure, uh sure. we we digressed definitely pretty hard off of the the tournament. We're yeah, I was, I, was, I was gonna. Oh, yeah, I was gonna, gonna say, say, I'm, I'm gonna wheeling us back. back to going back to line. <laughs> uh, yeah. Another cool team that I faced was the detective team. I don't think it was the best version of detectives, but I think detectives is one of those silent good teams that if you if you choose the right figures and you pilot it well i think the 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 cards the what do you call them again Uh, the the mystery mystery card the mystery card yeah the mystery cards i feel that they're all phenomenal um and 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 you know it feels like there's something there that could be exploited for sure um i don't necessarily think if i were to play detectives i would be playing it full out detectives because I do think that there are some other things that I would love to have access to that just mm-hmm. playing detectives would stop me from having. But I feel that if you do the right combination of keeping enough detectives on your force that are relevant and necessary, and then you play some of those other intricate things that you might need, um, you know, for instance, because I, sure, the the Commissioner Gordon is is fine as a free TK or so. That's yeah, like, I don't think he's that good. He's right, exactly. I don't see. I don't I also don't think he's that good. So, but so you know, just try to polish it. Trying to polish it where it, it, you can make it better, and keeping the core, the core figures like Venom, Wolverine, like um, Shaggy. I was talking to Devin and, and to Jay before you hopped on. I'm a huge fan of Shaggy, 
Um, I'm going to try to incorporate him in some of my teams more often. Which I one? Feel the Chase? The Chase, yeah, okay. man. Oof. I mean, even lo- lower dial, higher dial, fantastic figure overall. Moves and breaks through, through blocking, ignores characters for movement, has sidestep, has the knockback damage. Uh, and when he does it, then he'll have perplex. These are all just things that your 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 mystery cards just won, right? <laughs> and they're yeah. screaming for possibly three attacks per turn. I mean, it's just so. What good. do you think of Manhunter without the team up card at forty? I think it's fine. I think there's nothing wrong uh, with with Manhunter without the team up. It can't be I given th- free actions. It's just really powerful. Right. So I feel I feel that at forty points, if you could just do that twice in the game and he dies, you probably still going to come out on top because for instance a, a character that is you know dependent on taking those free actions and you there just, are a lot of them yeah there's a lot of them yes for sure for sure for sure a lot of them a lot of them and i feel that if you could just do that like once or twice you know it's it's negation right you're denying yeah. things from from your opponent yeah. yeah i don't like him at 75 35 points is just a lot <laughs> yeah the reason so the funny thing is that the reason why i don't like him is not just because of the points. I just feel that there's too many outs to, to yeah. his shenanigans yeah, it's, right now. So it's it's like, you're sure, I'm doing this because you can't attack him, but you can. <laughs> yeah. That's the real thing. Yeah, exactly. That's it's 35 points for, like, not actually that much gain. Right, so, right. So And, yeah, like, if your I, opponent's spending that much, that many resources to kill your 40-point March and Manhunter, I think you're okay. You're with happy that. with that. And if you came across here and you, you took, like, you know, all this stuff to just... Get rid of him. Yeah, you're not you're not gonna enjoy this. <laughs> if you if you outsiders their Sakarian Iron Man for a turn, and then they're like, I can't let that keep happening and spend the entire turn killing Martian Manhunter, that's very <laughs> right. good for you. Very very good. So here's an example where I like Martian Manhunter at 40. You play 50 point Wonder Woman with him, right? Whatever they're doing, they're gonna have to do it twice, <laughs> and that's not gonna feel good, right? That's not gonna feel good. Let's just be honest. And you know the rollouts are there, so I mean. Or do the Paul thing with uh, Faust and put time platform on him. Yep. Yeah. So so you see, there's a lot of ways to 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 keep him around, right? And I feel that that's good. That's a good thing. I like him. I, I yeah. I, is I, Martian Manhunter at 40 with the time platform actually easier to kill than Martian Manhunter Manhunter at 75? I'm not sure he is. That's a good. That's a good question. That's a very good question. And then you can also swap the equipment out with Mad Jim, so it's right, right. And that's and that's where I was gonna get at, right? So you know, it can go from that to something you know even better in a second too. So yeah. well, don't you need um, a detective theme to even make him worth playing at all? Well, the thing is, he still has outsiders, and the character can't be given free actions. Thing, like so that's you, just so, part of him. Yeah, you don't have, you don't give outsiders to everybody. I mean, sure. I just it's hard to be, for me to feel like that's good enough. 40 without the benefits of the team up they can't be given free actions is quite good but it, you might be right it's hard to say um so I have another question for you joe actually devin sparking saying something sparked me into this question when you played against you actually played against the scarab team um early on in the tournament if you played more than one then i'll this kind of can lap onto it were any of them doing the time platform thing with they with were scarab? they did it yeah they both did it yeah okay that is that that is another strategy that i I think that's the worst design or acceptance of judges <laughs> letting that happen. Because yeah. sure, the rules could all say you could do something. This still doesn't mean you, you should allow it, right? Yeah. Because that's just, that's silly. Like, you, you know, a character didn't copy it, but because of like some weird wording now, you're going to let them copy everything that the character does. Just seems 
non-intuitive, non-designed. It wasn't designed to do that. Yeah, so you made a character that is nearly unkillable. Um, I I say nearly, because, you know, you can always find ways around it. But then you also have... um, So this happened to me in Florida. Uh, If you want to play a tentpole against that, you don't get to play the game. Because you can't deal with barrier. And as you get closer, this would happen <laughs> four turns in a row. Um, I was sent back to my starting area. Yeah. Um, I, I so here's the other thing that I that 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 makes me mad about those kind of teams is not only are you trying to play a non-interactive thing, now you're giving it further legroom to just you know sort of cheat because it is kind of like illegally cheating. Yeah, it sucks, right? Absolutely sucks. Yeah. But. So, yeah, so I had I, I, I did have to cheating on a, on a they did it. It's great. The way I bypassed it was with knockback damage, right? Um, so so and just the free splash kind of damages. Mm-hmm. And I was like, sure, man, here, I'll knock you into the wall, I'll knock you into the wall again. You know what? I'm gonna knock you into the wall one more time. Just start taking me. <laughs> that's, <laughs> and that's why I said I, I said nearly unkillable because there are ways to deal with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you know, I, I, I was okay with once because look, these teams, to be honest, they're good, they're real good. And to be honest, the worst part of it is the 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 the, the shenanigans with the um, the nullifier. Uh, yeah, so I, I felt that that was really dumb, and I I just didn't like that, like the way that it, it operates. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. It's it's a team that I don't like going against, going up against, because I think if if you're facing a, a better, a good player at the same level. You're gonna know how to position not to give you too much. Yeah. And that might not, so you might not, even after cracking the first defenses, they still might have um Yeah, my game against fight. Paul in the last Brad tournament was uh very, <laughs> very annoying. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because he was also on Morlock tunnels and just yeah. like yeah. I couldn't even get to him. I made like two attacks all game or something. Yeah. yeah. And that's and that's where I'm like, where I'm almost like worried to get back into the game. It's like, all right, I'm back. First game, that I'm out. Look, so I, what I would recommend as is, um, when you build your 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 future teams when you come back, because I know you're gonna come back, man. We love you. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. So um, don't make me go there and like hug you, right? <laughs> 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 so uh, the. The one thing that I would say is don't commit to a full build thinking that you have to play everything that you want and you like. Mm. You know, think about what's going on and you there's certain figures you just have to have on your team just to bypass the silliness that's going on, right? Yeah, and I was like, because I, I sent you a build a while ago and I sent it to these two. Um, and I was like looking at your build and I'm like, okay, so what could I cut from that build to add some of these figures? Like, I feel like playing Chip or Star Sapphire is just too important in this meta mm-hmm. because you have to have the, the ability to free action make the, the fire hydrant. Yes, yes. You need to get there. So the way I look at it is two things. Get there and deploy, right? You got to get there and then deploy what you need to deploy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, luckily, that team actually had Star Sapphire now that I remember. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. So that works so out. That's a halfway <laughs> there. Had Star Sapphire, had Sakari and Iron Man. Um, yeah. I was trying to do like a double silver sur- or a double carnage surfer thing, which might have legs. Who knows? I haven't gotten to test it. Right. 
So how do you guys feel about the Surfer, talking about that bad boy? I really like Carnage Surfer. When I first saw him, I'm like, this figure is meta, is for sure meta. Mm -hmm. So, like, if retirement happened right now and Wonder Woman 80 was no longer legal, which isn't happening, they've already announced when retirement is happening, like, Carnage Surfer would immediately just rotate into the place of Sky Tyrant on teams for me. Agreed. Agreed. With Sky Tyrant still around, it's a little bit of a harder sell just because his reach is so much worse, but still a very good figure. His, his reach is worse, but I do like that he is a bit more defensively durable. Yeah, um, yeah he's much harder to just, like, make useless before he gets to do anything. Yeah, especially with how much, like, Pulse Wave is a big deal. Uh, Sky Tyrant can just die even with the resurrection tokens. Because you pulse wave him on last click and then he dies. Yep. yep. I agree. Now, I, I so I, I share the exact same opinion as Devin. I think that it's very likely going to be the future boogeyman. But sure. while the present boogeyman's are out, I don't think he, he compares. I think he's a little bit inferior to the top three dogs in my eyes right now, which are Sim, Tyrant, and Los Finest. Which I happen to have all three on my team. <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely, I, I've liked World's Finest. I was looking at trying to fit, I was looking a long time ago at like some teams with, with them on them. Um, I might try to see if I can fit them onto that team in replace of one of the surfers. Because I do think I want to stick with one surfer. Because yeah, uh, I, I do think he's a good figure. And especially because I'm running Carnage as a retaliator. Like, mm-hmm. the, that symbiote trait that the surfers have, it gets better the more characters with the symbiote keyword you have. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. No, I think it's fine. I think the issue is just the reach. Yeah. I think once rotations happen and the large maps start. Yeah, once we're on just strictly small maps. I think he's, yeah, he's he's super, super powerful for sure. Yeah. Maybe a little bit too powerful, <laughs> but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see uh, what the future sets, right? Yeah. The other thing that I, I think a lot of people might even forget that he has that I think is a big deal for him, is that's improved targeted elevating. Yes, huge deal. <laughs> huge, huge deal. Which, when, you, when you're looking at maps like Danny on the street and, like, some of these oppressively elevated maps that people are trying to abuse... That's yeah, and with the ability to really place the 2x3 elevator to make it even more difficult and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So him being able to just see through it is great. Yeah, yeah. I, I was I was caught by surprise because as, you know, you, you guys probably face me enough that you you know that sometimes I have trouble reading. Reading is hard. <laughs> um, and um, so I was facing this guy and he goes, I'm going to attack you from right here. I'm like, uh, <laughs> am I missing something? And he goes, yeah, I'm... I don't need to be there. I can just be here. I'm like, oh my lord. Yep. And then yeah, I lost that game because <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah, that's when I was playing Iron Hammer. Um, a lot of people didn't realize that I could see through everything except blocking. <laughs> so they would, I would, they, I'd be on House Pit, and they're like, oh, I have this hole. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna shoot you. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's real good, for sure. Another another team that I faced that gave me a lot of trouble. I mean, it's more of the player, too. It was just Lucas. I had to play him twice. My only loss came to Lucas during the Swiss. Um, and, he, I mean, Lucas is just a phenomenal player. And his his build is slightly more... It has the same shell as mine, but he's got a more defensive orientation to it, 
mm-hmm. when he's on D. And I feel that um, that came through in the first game where I won map and I thought, oh, this is going to be a wrap. Uh, and then I made a mistake, which is usually the case. I make about at least three to four mistakes per game, which makes me very sad, by the way. <laughs> but the fact and, that you win those games means your opponent's making more than that. Sometimes. Sometimes you just get lucky, too. You right? just get bailed out. Yeah, you yeah. just get lucky. I mean, sometimes you're teams are just good enough or the mistakes happen and just don't actually affect yeah. the outcome or whatever. Right, right. So I so I made a mistake where I forgot about the part that I had to pick hypersonic, attack the wind with it, and then make another. So it was just basically one, one little interaction that I forgot because I thought that I could just use my item on my hypersonic attack, but I couldn't. And that was where I made the mistake and I forgot how that interaction worked. So I knew that I had to drop it somehow, but I forgot that I could do it on my second move of it, right? And then so so that basically didn't made opening the door that I wanted to open not possible. Mm-hmm. And then um, I hit the attack. He decided to wisely not take the damage because I had super strong. I hit his sim, by the way. He he buried everybody in. He took me to um, Morlock Tunnels. And the only guy that was sticking out was Sim as a bait. And I'm like, sure, I'll take the bait. <laughs> and I went in and I hit him. He took the object away because of the knockback. He, he was going to be taking like five. So that's yeah, smart. You can't take that. Yeah. So he goes, I'll take an object away. Then my tyrant went in and I hit once and I whiffed once because of his defensive shenanigans with KC. Uh, Green Lantern, he rolled a six and he got the plus three to the defense. Yep. And and yeah, so that made a big, big difference in the way it played out. Um, his sim still having one token really was not what I wanted. I wanted both tokens to be gone, even if I didn't yeah. kill him. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, because once, once, once you have gained tempo of resetting their sim, you're yeah. in a much spot yes exactly exactly but that didn't happen i mean it's okay yeah but even um, one and even one power when there's a mad gem to swap in like pumpkin bombs or shotguns right, or whatever right, can be right. pretty damn yeah i was able to with my move still you know uh, carry my pieces far enough away to have a, a to be still in the game but then he had a very very strong sequence um <coughs> and then i started fighting back but eventually he got it. Um, there was nothing I could do about it. I think it was like 150, I want to say 150 to very few points on my part because of my following offenses, I wasn't able to finish people off. And it, yeah, it was just, it didn't go my way. And then uh, in the top four, I played him again. And then um, it reverted. He won map. And it's funny because we're both playing aggro. So usually who wins? And goes first, takes it, and then he had a big, a big play, and he—he's—I mean, he was pretty salty about it because, and rightfully so, because he—he was a twelve attack going into a pretty high defenses, uh, trying to do an energy explosion. He needed sevens to hit, and he missed. Yeah, so yeah, he had—he he, had—he needed sevens to hit the small people. And he needed really high numbers to hit the like nines to hit the the the, the more important people. So he hit he, like we had we had uh, both had um, 
uh, charity props because somebody bought charity props for everybody. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then so 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 he went in, we used all our charity props and he ended up hitting just one of the support pieces. So he still did the splash damage, killed my rookie, got something out of it. And he was he was pretty sad about that. On my turn, I KO'd his KC uh green lantern and i hit his sim pretty hard and i shot at the rookie which he he impervious out of the attack which was a big deal his rookie survived um and then i made a mistake which kept him in the game which was not outwitting the willpower on the, the sim you know that thing that you 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 considered you like okay i gotta do that and then you said, okay, I'll do it later. And then I just like slipped. <laughs> and then obviously he succeeds on the willpower, right? And then he hits me. This time he got the energy explosion in, hurt a, lot, a whole bunch of people. Um, and because his sim got to remove the tokens, I mean, sorry, got to remove the, the, the second action token that enabled the sim to sidestep and, and, and be able to break one of the walls, uh, the barriers that I made. Uh, to to carry on with my defense. Um, so basically, the game went on, and uh, he had a very huge lucky turn where, sure, he did have like a pretty high su uh, super sense roll, but he super sense like four attacks uh, out of four four attacks, which was a big deal. Um, and then in the end, I got it because I was able to pulse wave his world's finest, KO with a uh, pulse wave and knockback. I KO'd it destroyed the item with a charge, and then the time was called. So that's how I got that. So it was you know, a, a mix of me making a mistake, a few mistakes, getting lucky on his first big shot. You know, he didn't, he didn't need high numbers. I still had senses and stuff, but yeah. So it was a little fortunate there for sure. Sounds like an interesting game. It yeah. was a great game. People who watched it were entertained. They said that like, it was very cool to watch because we went at it. <laughs> Yeah, um, it was cool. So, and it's always a pleasure to play against Lucas. I saw some people asking if I had practiced versus Lucas before or with that build. Um, I had played his versus his build before, and I had played an inter iteration of my build before as well. So I, we had an idea what we had to do. Mm -hmm. I, to be honest, was kind of like a little bit mentally fatigued in, in, in that in the when I got to the top four. Long day. Because um, I knew that I shouldn't have cramped up the way I cramped up. Uh, I, I know that I have to spread out more when I'm facing uh, his strategy. And I think um, uh, me, I was just, I, I felt like I was not 100% in it, like, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so that happened. And in the five, so, so just so y'all, so just to keep it clear on the top eight, um, I faced the Scarab build on in the top eight, then in the top four, I faced Lucas, Lucas's team, and then in the finals, I faced Paul. And Paul was was playing Scarlet Witch, uh, Kazar, which is awesome. I love that he was playing Kazar, or Kazar, how we pronounce it. Um, and then he was playing Chip, Sim. He was playing, um, I think, the the Retaliator, the Templar Retaliator, the, the Carnage Retaliator. Mm -hmm. He was playing a swap team as well. So he would swap into Jubilee. He was like, he had the, the Deadpool. Yeah, started the with Maggot and Professor X. Yeah, it was really cool, yeah. 
and then so basically the way the way it played out was he won map took me to to the other world the one that's open not the castle um Starlight and, yeah and then i so he let me go first he set up for a, a complete alpha and then i i sort of didn't do what he expected what he was expecting because everybody plays me they think oh joe is just always going to come and he's always going to do this or do that and i and i shock people sometimes when i do when i'm playing because i just take these weird routes sometimes uh and i just said oh okay i'm not going to that kill box i'm gonna make a rookie <laughs> I'm just gonna make a rookie and KO your 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 uh, cuckoo, your Stepford cuckoo, cuckoo or whatever you pronounce it, and uh, your your carnage with my rookie. And I did that, and I set up a nasty defensive shell with the defend plus the ESD. And I knew at that point the way because the way he positioned his figures, he didn't have a great way to step out because where he put the witch was sort of preventing sidesteps and TKs from happening. He struggled with his own position for a while. He eventually got the Jubilee out and he came for the shot. I made a huge mistake and it made me pissed. And I even said something bad when I was, I was like some, I remember just right, just being angry for a second. And I immediately apologized for it, obviously. Um, but uh, I think he, he came and he shot my Mad Jim and I completely forgot about the ESD. We forgot about the, the ESD that he had. Um, and he hit, and then I didn't get the senses. He killed it. I saw it afterwards. I didn't want to take it back because I, I don't think that's how it should be. I mean, I should have caught it, right? It happened. Um, and then I was able to go and kill his Jubilee. So basically, me, by not playing Heroclix the way I played Heroclix normally, threw him off so hard because he was expecting me to just go fight him over there with my aggression, but I didn't because he, so he sent Jubilee, I killed Jubilee, did not send anybody else out, right? <laughs> so now he's he's like, oh, this feels kind of bad. Like, I think he's like, oh, do I send my Iron Man in? He sends his Iron Man in, sure. He KOs something, right? It's, it's him, he's gonna KO something. But yeah. then I just kill his him, right? <laughs> so I think he figured that out, and then he decided to take a turn to clear everybody and and, and set up. And then I started doing my yo-yo because you know Tyrant is just great at that. So I went in, you know, killed his chip, I think, and or killed his Kazar, and then uh, got my Tyrant all the way back again. And mm -hmm. at that point, he was just like, "Yeah, Joe, I think <laughs> we can call it." <laughs> yeah, and. Something that you had mentioned um, just re just right there of like his sim his simki come in kill this and then you just kill his sim. That's kind of another thing that I was mentioned I, I was uh, alluding to when I was mentioning that a lot of teams aren't built to handle games like your teams generally are because mm -hmm. like if you your teams are generally always built to trade as long as you're trading you're trading up. Yes. Um, and a lot of people don't approach the game that way of you, you're willing to trade, you know, this piece for their Sakarian Iron Man. And right. if that costs you your Sakarian Iron Man, then you trade back with something else. Right. Um, because you have so keep many the threats on the advantage. Yes, yep. because there's so many threats on the team, trading, as long as you're trading to the point where they no longer have threats. Right, right. 
I, I that's and that's how it usually ends up being, right? And and then you also have the fact that most Heroclix players don't like to trade. They just despise yeah. trading. They just like feel that they all their feet, all my figures have to survive. <laughs> yeah, look, in, in the words of Dominic Toretto, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. Yeah, there you go. I like that. <laughs> it's a nice. Well, Heroclix players always overvalue their own figures when they're trying to trade, right? Yes. Yes. And also, <laughs> and also, and so <laughs> that's a, that's a double that's a double whammy right there. Yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, another cool thing about what you're saying as is the fact that knowing what to trade for is huge yeah. too, right? I think that's probably the single most important thing, right? Who do I, who do I take out, and 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 why, and why is that piece so key? Yeah, target game? prioritization is huge. People focus really hard on like positioning and making sure that they're uh, as defensively strong as possible, but then just attack the wrong targets and it doesn't right. matter. <laughs> and, and, then, and then, so, and then also I've, I think I've talked to Az about this before, before when he used to be a nester, um, we, we, I've talked to him several times about spreading out figures mm -hmm. when, when the time comes, people have this, this fear, this innate fear of, <laughs> oh no, my figures are not going to be together. It's, it's almost like what's going to happen. <laughs> they're afraid that like their sky tyrant is going to get lost if he's like out on his own. He he like, is gonna, not walk off not the needy. <laughs> he is not needy. Let's just keep it clear, right? <laughs> it's like no, it's, I'm I'm, I'm going to lose him for the next game if he's separated. <laughs> exactly, man. Exactly. No, absolutely, hundred percent on that one. As, yeah. And that was something that even I struggled with for a while, and then you kind of were able to help me figure it out to some extent. <laughs> yeah, and also moving out, right? The power of moving out, gaining ground, gaining terrain, uh, understanding what your opponent can do is huge. You know, like, so if you look at your opponent, what can he do? If I move out, what's the worst that can happen? If mm -hmm. you're okay with that, and that's going to give you an advantage, I, I do it all the time. Like, I walk my sim to, for turn one. I do it all the time. Walk him to the middle of the map. People are like, what is going on? I, this bait is so juicy, I'm going to take it. And I'm like, sure, man, it's okay. I, I will gladly take all your attacks to get rid of my tokens. But guess what? I still have enough firepower to come and do what I needed to do. And then if Sim survives, you have all the firepower to come crack back while Sim retreats to re-equip re his object. Exactly. And not <laughs> just that. Not just that. It also takes them out of the formations, most importantly, yeah. right? So if they had you know, certain specific defensive formations they were thinking about, I've now forced them to come out of those shells and be on the map. And now that's the game that I want to play every day. Yep. Right? Like, I don't want to have to go crack your code. I want an open, you know, open war zone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were there were plenty of games at Worlds that my apocalypse was halfway up the map, if not in your starting area. Yep. Right. <laughs> and I definitely think that was correct in a lot of games with that apocalypse. I definitely think people left him too far back pretty frequently. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure, for sure. But um, in in uh overall, I thought the tournament was great. The judges did a great job. I did not see a lot of um, people, you know, being angry, complaining. And, you know, I think if anything, I was the only one that got angry with myself. <laughs> <in the finals. laughs> 
um, but I thought it was well run. It was super fun, and I totally participate again. Um, and I think that that's fun. I think charity is always great, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, hopefully next one I'll uh, actually be able to participate. Yeah, so you could come beat me again, right? That's what you're we'll thinking. See. I know what you're thinking, Kevin. I know what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so so moving out um from the tournament into i know we we have our set review uh that jay devon and jackson did uh which i believe is is up on our, yep, our podcast. Right, yep. um but joe talking uh going forward this tournament had beyond spider-man as a legal set and i don't think you have any pieces from it other uh at all right uh, but going forward, are there some pieces that really excite you other than like Carnage Surfer that we talked about? Oh, yeah. Uh, I suppose technically the, teams. <laughs> the team has a shipping container and a one by two block, oh, which are from that right. side. <laughs> right, right, right. But no <laughs> figures, no actual figures. Yet. No actual like pointed yeah. game elements. <laughs> Right, right. So um, my, my absolute, uh, so I have, I know the most powerful figures on the, of the set are pretty clear, right? Like they're pretty clear cut, you know what they are. In my opinion, the top three figures are the Surfer. Um, I think that the Iron Spider Prime for the possibilities that he can bring to offense and to pogs and to all these constructs that are out there is just absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so those are obviously are some of the stronger pieces in the game, like the Prime Spider-Man, right? Like the rare, absolute yep. monster of a piece. You can easily build a, a team around that guy for sure. Um, so outside of that, I think my favorite uh, pieces of the set are actually just fun pieces that I, I've played every time I have an opportunity, I put him on the map and that's uh, the, the rare Punisher. Absolutely in love with the piece. One, because I love the Punisher. He's just a great figure, great character. Um, and then I feel that bringing in the ninjas is just so much fun and actually very powerful uh uh for whatever you want to do obviously if you're playing competitive you know i don't think he's got the legs for that because when you compare 75 points to like a venom wolverine it's hard to compare right like yeah yeah for sure does pretty much almost the same thing outside of the bringing in the characters but i feel that they they haven't made the 75 point comparison easy since jason it just has never let up right right but i think he's one of the funnest pieces i always put him out he hasn't disappointed me yet as so so much fun so I love playing him. Another one of my favorite ones is Madam Madam Web. Such a nasty little 30-point figure. On the right team with a lot of super senses, it is like you gotta kill that thing. On, you on gotta top kill of that like quick. 30-point <laughs> double prob, like yeah, a, a special, it gives it grants um improved movement, which is absurd in this in this kind of meta. And then the second and the third and the, the her rally that is just ridiculous. Like in a game where it goes long, she is gonna win you the game if you don't KO her. Like, yeah, I saw a game uh, that was um Mike versus Emily. Mike was playing Madam Webb and a bunch of Spider-Man stuff, and Emily was playing her 145 point apocalypse team. And just Mike managed to kill the rest of her team, and then she was just locked out of the game because Madam Webb existed. Right. Yeah. There was just enough rally die on Madam Web that she literally couldn't like it was impossible for her to hit an attack yeah. outside of critic it for the rest so, of the game. So so good. She's so good. Um, but if you do crit, she gets two more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Aunt May. Aunt May is super fun, super good. Great for like resilient teams that just have a lot of stop clicks or 
or just you know just has yeah. that doesn't just die straight up so good right i'm wondering if after rotation if there's going to be a competitive team with with aunt may on it oh there has to be right i mean yeah, after rotation be, there's yeah. potential for sure yeah i think even now there's a there's an argument that you could build yep. a team that could you know use her but i i don't think she's that powerful right now but for sure yeah i keep like thinking yeah. about putting her on teams and then yeah. Yeah, it's hard Deciding to just. It's just so, the, the biggest problem for me is not really that she's not good. Yeah. It's when I think of a dark hole, for example. Exactly. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Do I want the prob? Yeah, I want the prob. <laughs> you know, you have all of the lantern rings. You have yeah. dark hold. You have. Yeah. There's so yeah. many good ten point game so objects. So many good, right? But there's the magical Christmas land where you can heal everybody on your team for six. Right, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, all that's cool. But how often is that really going to happen? Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. The other thing about support in general is that, like, right now at least, pretty frequently, if something is attacked, it's dying. Mm -hmm. Like, your opponent isn't going to attack your entire team for one damage so that you get to heal it back up. They're going to focus right. something down and make sure it dies. And maybe, maybe that this has changed since the last time I played, because the last time I played was uh, when Avengers Forever came out. Um, I didn't feel that way. I felt like nothing was dying. Sure. I mean, there was definitely a while there where literally nothing died ever, but. Because, <laughs> like, everything had had Death Metal Wonder Woman. We're back to hyper offense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess if bit. you have Death Metal Wonder Woman, it helps for sure. Yeah. If you want to play Ant-Man there together. Yeah. I also was playing a tent pole, so that could be another thing. Yes, that could definitely be <laughs> yeah. another thing for sure. I couldn't kill anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's a little different. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I think that there's definitely, uh, all the primes of, of, of the set are, are great. I think that there's a plethora of, uh, of just the super rares and rares that are great. Some of the ones that I like a lot. I love the, um, Doc Ock is great. The Vulture is super fun. Carnage is a monster, of course, a beast. Um, Green Goblin is great. You know, I think there's really a lot of good good uh solid options out there um that you can exploit that are really cool um that super rare carnage scares me like, he's so good dude he's, he's so really good. good he's so good it's like good luck chewing that thing down man he's so good i love him yeah so i play him a lot one of my favorite ones too i'd have to put way up there that i play more often than i should is just phantom thanos because one it's a thanos Two, it's a venom. That's enough. That's that's enough to just be on any team, right? Um, and there let alone many. let alone if you have the synergy to give multiple people the powers. But even if you don't and you're just playing him, he just holds his own for 50 points. More so once the rotations happen, he's gonna be top dog for sure for sure. One of my favorite things to do right now is just pick something that people are not expecting, which is actually mind control. And you play him with like so I played a uh, I played a combination with Venom Mags and um, and uh, the Iron Spider with, uh, with the team, and I had a 12 attack triple bolt mind control Venom Mag 35 point Venom Magnino uh, wrecking havoc on the field. <laughs> To be like, never mind that dude. Go kill Venom Magneto. He's like, he's crushing us. It's pretty funny. Like, yeah, hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty pretty iconic when that happens, man. Like twelve attack, triple boat mind control, and then he has triple boats as well, right? Yep. 
And I mean, it, it, it's good. <laughs> yeah, the problem with him is just if you never hit your leadership, he's okay. Right, he's okay, but 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 look, still at like still probs, totally fine. Just yeah, there are so totally many hyper efficient for the points yeah. things that yeah. If you're yeah, so so I think when see and these are these are traps that people build for themselves. Yeah. When you think that you have to hit the leadership every turn, then it starts to be a problem because yeah. you're not, and then it's going to make you upset, right? <laughs> Yeah, but, definitely but, not but, every turn. Just on. right. But if you if you play it to, hey, he just does this, and that's good enough. I'm okay with that. And yep. then uh, yeah, I think he's I think he's awesome. I, I love him. I absolutely love him. I uh, and I think looking having looked at the the set of it, this set gets so much better after rotation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One because like obviously the power scale as as far as like. <laughs> speed and range starts to kind of come in line right. but in a set with symbiotes and the 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 rotation of emotional modifier yes and no more necro sword and no more necro sword. like the answer yeah, necro sword's a problem right worse. like all these figures with all of these rollouts they're like shy because like oh there's a necro sword out there let's not let's not talk loud they might hear us <laughs> Let's just, let's just, you know, let's just whisper. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and, uh, and, and, and not talking about the set and not talking about the, the, the figures from the miniature game is a mistake, I think, as well. I think this, one of the, the best uh, miniature set of figures that we've had in a while, I think. There's at least about six figures there that I would play in a heartbeat, like not even, like, for instance, the Shocker is absurd. Right, like shutting off defense powers. Um, the Spider-Man is fantastic. Spiderling at 40 points, having a guaranteed swap die, that's phenomenal in my eyes. That's so good. Um, I, I absolutely love the the fact that you have so much diversity in that in the miniature set. It's so good. So good. Mm -hmm. I love a lot of them for sure. Hydro Man looks fun as heck. I love the I love the the, the figures for sure, for sure. So a few of those I I would expect to see them, you know, the 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 the, the 101 A and B Spider-Man. Oh my gosh. I think he's really, really good for for the points. Like if you look at his 30 point dial, he's 30 points, triple boat, hypersonic. Senses on a 50% five clicks deep. <laughs> it's like, what? That's Were you good. describing a like a 50 point figure? What the heck? Yeah, right? the fact that that doesn't look that impressive to me is indicative of how much dial design is. <laughs> oh, I think I think it's phenomenal for 30 points. Like I like like back in the heyday, this would be probably bannable. <laughs> Not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah, the, the chases, the, the, the chases for me are all good. They get exponentially better once rotation happens, um, to a degree that could be a little bit worrisome. But I, I, I'm gonna give you the vibes that I'm getting right now. The vibes I'm getting are the same vibes of when uh, the Wonder Woman set came out, and we had the the full chase set. What was it again? The the secret set. Yes, yes. So that's the same vibe I'm getting. It's going to be that mad expensive team that you got to own like all the chases to play. Um, but it might not 
Converge. And then the other half of the set of chases that nobody remembers exists. <laughs> well, was, was there more? Were there any more? I'm just yeah. kidding. There. <laughs> I'm kidding. I do like a few of them. I do like. Yeah, I mean, some of those are okay. Yeah, I like the the, the, the goddess of thunders, the best one. My my eyes, 55 points. Running shot, pulse wave, knockback, prob. Yeah, I'll, I'll play that. I don't have any problems. Yeah, uh, it is funny how much we're gonna have to reevaluate a lot of this stuff post rotation. Yeah, yeah. Where, like, there's just... a bunch of this stuff that doesn't look that good to me, but in a world without, you know, House of X, <laughs> one Roman 80 and stuff, maybe it suddenly is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for, for the card, so for the, the Gwen pieces, that's my favorite one. And for the the Carnage ones, I like Thor. That's my favorite one. Oh, of course, outside of Surfer, because we're just putting Surfer on a different category altogether, in my eyes. <laughs> I think he's, I think they errored in making him the way they made him at 50 points he should have been for two attacks uh healing and doing all that i feel that he should have started lower on his dial not as high as he is on his dial that's just how i feel about it yeah all the others at the same point value are at four clicks why does he have six right (laughs) like what happened there right it's just because he's a surfer Oh, finally, we get a surfer lover in the house. <laughs> so it's so funny when when a, a, friend, uh, a few of my friends, we have a, a saying that we think that the people who designed the Wonder Woman set are locked up in a dungeon. Like, <laughs> like they, that when they designed that, they got like locked up and they were like, okay, you guys are definitely not allowed to come out and breathe and do normal things. But once in a while, one of them will get to design a figure. And we were joking. <laughs> That's likely uh, uh, an escapee from uh, from that group. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> What's yeah. your favorite piece, Jay, from the Spider-Man set? Uh, definitely Frogman, no question. I, I've, I've been a big Frogman fan since, uh, for a while. I don't know I, I, if you've... I've occasionally posted with the hashtag Frogman Preservation Society. <laughs> because uh, yeah, I just always love, I just love the fact that like they took away knockback and they ruined the old one. And then not only did they bring knockback back, damage back in the same set as the legacy card, they just make the legacy card so much better than the original. <laughs> yes. It's just not even funny. Now the question is, do you already own your Frogman and do you have your legacy card? Uh, figure, yeah, uh, legacy now. Okay, I got I have it already. I had as soon as it came out, I got it. I was like, I have to have it. <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy. I love him too. He's so good. Now, do you think that isn't he kind of counterintuitive to the whole making temples a thing again? Because don't you think that him giving just two action tokens or sorry, one action token to because uh, he gives he gives somebody an action token? There are so many words on this card. <laughs> it's, it's hard to remember everything he does, to be honest. Yeah, I feel that him being able to just go and give somebody a, a, an action token feels... Yeah, does two, at least, it, like, up to two free damage and give out um, an action token, and then if you put shock gauntlets on, it's, like, theoretically could be, like, six free damage. <laughs> yes, depending on how they position, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's almost like the, the stinky kid, you know, in PE, right? Everybody's just, like, spread out. <laughs> Yeah, if you're facing a frogman with shock gauntlets, you should absolutely not have your team standing next to each other. <laughs> you are yeah, yeah. in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I tend to play mastermind, so my teams kind of need to stick together, but uh, so it's been bad for me. Yeah. yeah. Nope, nope. Nice. What about you, As? What's your favorite one? Carded Surfer, um, just from the the power. So thematically, my favorite is Gwen, Goddess of Thunder, but she sucks. Um, and it, it makes me sad. 
<laughs> um, other than that, I kind of like Prime Kingpin. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. Do you like him for the possibility of combo, or do you like him just because you think he's a beast? I think he's just a hard to kill beat stick. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I played him. I have him. Yeah. I made. I made. A, I Did made. You play a, ninety. Yeah. I, no, I've actually always so far. I've only played him on the low. Funny enough. But really? I could see him playing being played at a ninety. I could totally see. Yeah, it. ninety points for three stop clicks. 12 for 12 for three with charge flurry like the 35 doesn't look that good to me I, i'm not convinced that the 90 point will see play but i feel like the fact that i can say that is uh, an indictment of the state of the game <laughs> right right yeah i've played him on the low and i've he's been a banger all day long um the fact that you know his stats are not that impressive is kind of sucky that's the bad part of it obviously but I feel that um, with the the way his um, his TA solves his problem of solves his his attack problem sure. in a way, right? Um, and then I like that he has outwit. He still has a stop click for thirty five. Um, he still does the same things. The super strength super relevant. So I, I, that's why I like him, I guess. Yeah, not bad. Just when when I so I have a habit of when I see people talking about a figure, I assume they're talking about the lowest point dial, and I just go click on the lowest point dial on Clicks Nexus. So I saw people talking about how great Kingpin was, and I clicked on his thirty-five point dial, and I went, "He's fine." Like, right. yeah, I mean, this is good, but it's a prime, so I might need right. a little bit more out of it. And then <laughs> I went and clicked on his ninety-point dial, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh right. yeah, there's more than one dial." <laughs> That's a really long dial for um, like if you can give him some form of steel energy added to sure. the 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 fact that he could just regen back to because he gets it regen right on the stop. Let me remember. Yeah, that. just for yeah. whole dial. Yeah, yeah. When he has no action, he does it for free. Jesus freaking crazy. You give him. Like, oh no! Don't yeah, have um, to resolve. Right? Don't have to resolve. Right, right. But I just like I like giving him steel energy. So stealth like symbiote. Yeah, it's just the, that's symbiote. how I was gonna say yeah. the black the black symbiote that gives him stealth too. Yeah, I, I like that. I even like the red too, just because the red just um, giving him blades blade. is great. Yeah, blades is great, and then that works well. I also so I so because of sinister because of the TA, I actually don't mind the, the ninety point dial because you do want to be able to milk a twelve from somewhere when you're playing this mm -hmm. this TA. Yep. So I could see him being the one one of the maybe couple pieces that you might want to have with a 12 attack. The fact that he can heal back to the 12 is just just even better. The only problem it, with playing him on mm -hmm. a team that's trying to use the TA is that you kind of want Iron Spider and then you have clashing primes. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I could, I could totally see him being the main guy and then, you know, you could play some... I, I don't think I'm, I'm necessarily thinking about theme, I would be just no, playing just wild cards, just mostly wild cards, and I think that's fine. Um, you know, like for, for me, when I think of this TA, I'm thinking Flash always. Yeah, I think he's Flash already has a 12. The cheapest 12 attack, best sure. offensive figure out there. He could be easily be your taxi, just throw mm -hmm. in a, you know, throw in a, a Green Lantern in there. And I think that's like that's where I would go. Like that's where yeah, I yeah. Chip be. Flash is the starting point of a lot of my teams recently. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just too good, right? It's just too good. Yeah. So and and I want to bring I want to say something too about we we've, we've noticed that a lot of figures disappeared recently from the meta, and some enablers that are super cool. One of them being Tempo, right? 
I think it boggles my mind how we don't see temple on small maps yeah that's a good point yeah it's just like it's to me it's it's not only does she stop the the super senses which is everywhere right now and 50 and at about 50 to 60 (laughs) percent rate of uh, 60 of uh, like rolling out i think i think it just boggles my mind that even the x-men swaps are they don't even have her on the sideline which to me is just shocking i mean they did also just lose you know three out of nine sideline spots so I mean, yeah. People are also not running other good X-Men pieces either, so. Right, right. I think, like, Tempo Tempo being the same point cost as Mad Jim, I think kind of pushed people away from her. Because it's like, well, if I have those points open, I'm just going to play Jim. Right. That's just true of so many figures that are like, this is good. Unfortunately, Flash this... or Faust or Mad Jim <laughs> yes. or whatever exists. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Flash is like, Flash? Is definitely a mood killer. <laughs> He's definitely like, oh, this figure looks kind of good. Oh, I can just play flat. <laughs> and now yeah. you can if add somebody like, wanted to like stuff as well. Sorry, Jay, go ahead. If somebody wanted to do an alternate format where they just like had a band list of the best pieces now, it's probably like one of the easiest times to do it. Yeah, <laughs> very easy for sure. I'd be interested to see um, PJ's multi-round anything that wins is banned for the next round in today's meta oh, there's so much good stuff yeah, if i buy rounds to everybody would have no idea what to play <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> hey devin what's your favorite uh piece from the from that from the spider-man set so the only one i've actually like built a team with so far is frogman but in theory i think it's madam web i just think she's really cool she uh, improved movement blocking is really good and and characters um so if you can add enough it doesn't have to be full theme but if you can just have enough good spider-man family characters on your team right. i think she's very very good right. like just right. uh, you know another, you play a Marvella, you play is, oh, sorry, a iron man you play an arachnite and then like you don't have to play other spider-man family figures just right. those two are so good with her that you're, yeah. you're happy <laughs> yeah yeah uh just a reminder that for the soup for her rally die it could be just anybody with super senses yep doesn't have to share the keyword so so i think she's just phenomenal as well um uh also has have any of you guys actually played the prime spidey uh Uh, i i yeah i haven't played him but i did uh watch and participate in a practice sense in a game where mike did and he looked i i think he is good i think he's very close i just think he might be just a little short just considering interesting these days but like I, I am very compelled by him for sure, especially with his swing on short maps. It's just silly. Incredible swing. Yeah. Especially with just the ability to place elevated wherever you want it. Wall crawler is so much better than it would have been in another era where you had to rely on, on the map to yeah. elevated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I mean, who knew moving across a quarter of the map for free was good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and being able to just put your own elevated where you want it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Now, here's a question for y'all. If you win map and you're playing Spidey Prime, do you move out first turn or are you just going to chicken out and sit in your, on your base? <laughs> I, I think it depends on what my is just He doesn't need it, right? Like, I'm sorry, say that again? I, I, why would you need to move out? Like, your swing is already so good. Like, Well, I just think that... Um, being out there gives you more offense, right? I don't. I know you don't need to do it, but I feel that um, the way I've played him, I've always moved him out. It's funny. 
and I think sure. I, I mean, sometimes they got hit, um, and it's gonna happen. But I, you know, I just triple perplexes defense and gave him some kind of rollout through an item, and he had the unwittable senses already. So nothing short of like a pulse wave or a, or like a necro sword, I wasn't really scared of. Yeah, and if they had it, I just didn't do it. Right. Yeah. So like, I don't they have any but man, that gives stealth and shape change. But if there was, man. Then... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, go back Sorry. to the silver. You got 10 points for two rings. Oh, right. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the fact that this Spider Man can potentially attack four times in a turn. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty gross. Now, here's a rules question for y'all, right? He does get to heal before he takes his damage, right? Because it's like two, two of your triggers, so you can choose the order, right? Mm -hmm. Correct. If you, it with steel energy, energy, yes. Yeah. 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 Say, if you're talking about steel energy. Yeah, that's why I meant. Yeah, that's the question. Like, because you, you're gonna play a symbiote on him, right? Like he, he's got the keyword, so he's gonna play a symbiote on him, most likely yeah. always. Um, and then you know, play the the black one or even I've I've played the red one. And it's been a blast because not only does he get once he he takes some hits, he can heal absurdly from the from the dual targeting multiple attacks that he's making. Mm -hmm. um, he also uh, just access the blades kind of cool with the four damage seems kind of dope. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a chance on the the team that I was talking about since I've cut one of the surfers putting the red symbiote on the sideline for Jim. Mm, yeah. Just because Carnage Surfer has three targets, so yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah, oh, very cool, very good for sure. Also, I considered just equipping two by two Carnage with it. Mm. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can do that. <laughs> I forgot you could do that. Yeah, <laughs> give him yeah. shape change. <laughs> shape yeah. change, and, and you can give him the black one and give him stealth. Hello. <laughs> That's hilarious. Double his point value. Yeah, the the main one I was looking at is like, oh, if I wanted to, I could give him the necro sword, and then he can go retaliate. Oh my lord, you're heartless. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Like giving the a colossal the necro sword. You just can imagine this colossal figure holding this tiny little sword. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's already got blades. You get no rollouts, and I'm trying to kill you, so. <laughs> right. So that I can heal. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. very cool. Very, very cool. Um, but yeah, I think unless anybody has anything else really that they want to talk about. This is on. About, yeah. Yeah. Do we have any questions, Jack? Uh, we have some. I don't know how many of them are actually good questions because people like to ask troll questions, but uh, we do have the questions posted. Pull it up. Yeah, that'd be uh, great. Uh, so the first question, uh, uh, Michael McGrash, Heracle is played in places that aren't North America, in reference to the International Player Foundation, which is <laughs> the whole point of this podcast. Ah, uh, uh, yes. I mean, I, I do happen to know that, like, they have, you know, Brazil used to have a national championship, unfortunately. Used is to it? Oh, uh, no, I'm sorry. Didn't Peru, like, for last me. year that got, like, 20 players? I mean, last year UK Nats had more players than Canadian Nationals, so. I remember the first Worlds that I played, which was the one that was in Philly, so 2019. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of international players at that. 2018, event. it was December 2018. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like there was like I remember like there's players that like came the in. Italian like, team. Yeah, yeah, I faced. Like, um, I faced uh, Pedro in round one and an Italian guy in round three. So I played so, yeah. two international players at that Worlds. Cool. I mean, I literally talk to a Brazilian player every single day. So, <laughs> uh, Brad, uh, if Jay was a sign, this would be Jay as a sign. Oh, because I posted a meme with it. Um, <laughs> uh, McConnell, what did Joe play? What did he think was his most interesting matchup, and what does he look forward to playing? I feel like we answered. I think we covered that one. Uh, Emily, uh, who's like the best person in the world. Said, just say congrats to Joe and said we didn't get to face. Uh, I wouldn't be sad about not playing you. No offense, <laughs> but uh, I don't believe I have a winning record against you. So uh, I think you're being just modest. I think we're pretty much tied, and you're just trying. No, to be- I I honestly don't remember. I I, I don't know. I feel like I was. I, al- I also I also think that my our matches are always great. By the way, just to let you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, obviously, I like playing against good players. I wouldn't, you know, play a game if I didn't want to play against good players, but yeah. Uh, Brad, uh, again, in your matches against Lucas, did you practice team against each other a lot? You answered that. What did you do differently in tournament matches? Is that okay? We basically answered all that. Uh, yeah, I, Jesse, what, I would do, what I would do differently, just something I didn't say, it's probably spread out when he has the alpha. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Jesse Cote, have you felt the super strength buff yet? If it still needs something, what would you recommend? Uh, I don't think it needs anything else. I think I think nope, the, the power the super, is very good. The power is very good right Somehow, now. Just the fact yeah. that knockback damage exists and it has it like in it already. I think that's just retarded. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, have to, I have to remove that word from my vocabulary. It is fantastic right now. Just to have that, it's super powerful. Helps with the barriers. Uh, that's Helps the question. You said that's the last of the questions? Yes. All right. Well, then, I think that's going to wrap it up for us today, then. I want to thank you guys all for being on. Joe, thanks for, for being on. It's always a pleasure talking to you, man. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's my pleasure. Right thanks for having me. It's awesome. I'm sorry, say that again? You didn't have to like request to be on as your prize. You <laughs> literally could have just messaged me and been like, "Hey." <laughs> yeah, you, hey. you and the last person that were on that venture, like literally. Like, <laughs> yeah. By the way, whenever you guys, you know, whenever you guys are doing this and you and you and you need somebody to come hop and talk, I would be more than happy to join because you guys are just such a good group and I love you guys, and I, you know, so always a pleasure for sure. Awesome. Uh, but before we go, I do want to thank our patrons who help uh, support us so that we can bring this podcast to you guys without any kind of out-of-pocket expenses. Um, and uh, our show is on Podbean. Uh, I don't think we're on anywhere else, right? I'm not nuts. Um, and then we have our normal social media, the JSA Clicks, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Um I guess we have a YouTube channel too. I forget about that. <laughs> it's it's basically dad, but sure. Oh, okay. I also want to thank and uh, shout out uh, Rena Adams at Happy Little Hero Clicks, who uh, has her own YouTube channel and Patreon, and Aries over at Dishing Up Clicks. Um, and obviously, it goes without saying, Joe is walking into my house right now to remind me uh, to listen and hear about Clicks Nexus. Uh, so I want to thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys uh, have fun the next time you play Hero Clicks, whether it's competitive or casual. Have a good night.